After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is November 15, 2005. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. And yesterday we just returned from Portable Media and Podcasting Expo. The expo was a real interesting, a really, really interesting um, conference. I mean, I'm just extremely happy and thrilled that I went because every single thing that I wanted to get done there, I got done. And I hit every single objective of the entire trip. I mean, it was an intense trip. We were going through a lot of classes, a lot of sessions. I was there from early morning till uh, early evening. But I met everyone I needed to meet. I closed whatever deals I needed to close. And I learned all the information that I had wanted to learn and then more on top of that. I didn't even eat or drink for the first day, which is kind of odd for me because if you look at my pictures, I like to eat. And I didn't eat or drink the whole first day until about 8 o'clock at night when we ate at the Olive Garden. So I got a lot of things out of this um, this expo. The expo, a couple of things that were interesting to me is that the average age seemed to be much older than I thought it was going to be. The average age seemed to be about 40 years old or so. I thought it would be maybe late 20s or 30s or so, but I thought that, in my opinion, they were probably about 40 years old or, and, and and then much older also. So I'm not sure if podcasting or this portable media is more of an older crowd or maybe just the ones who are producing the content are older. But the feedback coming back from this uh, expo was extremely good. I was talking to one of the guys at the booths and... He has a friend, he had a couple friends that came down. One was from Dolby, one was from Yahoo, another one was from, I forget what else. But they were all big names and the feedback was that next year they don't think that this this uh, conference will be able to hold in Ontario because he feels that it's going to be so much bigger. And the thing that really came to my mind was that this whole thing with portable media and the way that it's distributed through podcasting, meaning almost you know like a TiVo for audio where... You can subscribe to something and it automatically synchronizes with your device. It really opened my mind up to media, actually uh, mobile devices. And that's where I really think that things are going. I really think that that the next wave in terms of technology and, and all that is going to be in, in mobile devices like uh, cell phones, um, iPods, things like that. But it's just so much easier to transact on a cell phone, especially if you can use your phone bill as the... Uh, transaction mechanism and you can take a look at at uh, ringtones I believe ringtones last year was something like three billion or, or something like something pretty close to that in terms of sales and it's just really simple I mean you just click a couple buttons the ringtone comes in automatically works it's very simple you don't have to enter a credit card number you just get billed at the end of the month you don't have to worry about it so I think mobile devices is really kind of the next wave of what's up and coming one thing that I have to say that I learned uh, 
and was actually reinforced in this executive MBA program was to set your objectives up front. And what I mean is to have the desired outcome that you want from whatever you're, whatever event you're going to go to or whatever meeting you're going to go to, what would make it a successful meeting, event, or so on to you? And do that up front. So I wrote down on my notepad all the things that I needed to do. I need to find a, a payment processing system that I can track subscriptions as well as bundles as well as individual uh, one one one-time downloads. I needed a system that can compile various mp3s into one mp3 so that you can rapidly and easily change out ads and and and, and enter ads see I'll give you an example if you have uh, your file which is one typically say one mp3 file in order to go and change out sponsor info or to add in sponsor info or to make changes you have to go into each one and manually edit everything. That's extremely hard to do if you have 50, 100, 1,000 shows. So what needs to happen is they need to be broke, that one file needs to be broken up into several component files, and then that way each of the um, pieces that may need to be added or removed or changed can be done so relatively easily. I was able to get a pretty good grip on, on what, what's happening with, with uh, that type of technology but the thing that was bugging me was everyone who had it in a program because they were trying to sell ads and kind of act as a Google AdWords or kind of a medium between the advertiser and the podcaster, they wanted to charge a couple cents per download. See, the area where that gets expensive is let's say you, you have 30,000 downloads. If you charge two cents each, you're paying 600 bucks a month for really for what unless you're changing out ads all the time and, and it's it's happening on the fly. So we were looking at getting some either some scripts or software or something to to get it done and I believe we got a decent handle on that. But other objectives that I had set down there was to be able to sell on Audible and lo and behold audible.com released a version uh, an ASP type version that that we can sell content through um kind of I guess their back end and there were people that I needed to meet, questions that I needed to ask. I had written them all down, and all of them, all those people were met. All the questions were asked. The business cards were transacted. The emails were sent, and we're right on the money. So, does that mean everything is perfect? No, but it means that we're probably about six to eight months ahead of where I would have been without this expo. So, I thought it was a very successful expo. One thing that the expo allowed me to do is break my routine. And, you know, when we fall into these daily routines, you know, you get up in the morning, some people take a shower, some people do it at night, they brush your teeth, you eat your breakfast, you go to, uh, you mean, not in the specific order, right? You drop off the kids to school, you end up going to work, you do your thing, and you kind of have this routine. It's really nice to kind of break out of that routine, like when we went to the expo, because you really start to see which habits are detrimental and what things are not really good for you to be doing. And I noticed a number of them for myself, and hopefully I can break that routine. Plus, it's always nice to get out of this, your chair and, and get some exercise and walk around once in a while, too. makes a difference. I noticed on the airplane, and a lot of 
the long riding or wait periods, I had uh, an iPod with me. I just got the iPod video, 60 gigabyte iPod video, and that's something that Carrie had had got for me. And I'm just totally thrilled with it. It thing is awesome, man. Also, the iPod video, you can see the images that come through your RSS feed into your podcast. And you can check out the images. You can check out the show notes. You can get info. It's just spectacular. The only thing I didn't like about it was the thing scratches a lot. And the battery life really isn't very good. So that kind of needs to be worked out. But at the show, they were selling these films that you could put on. And, you know, me, I'm kind of cheap. So I had already left that plastic film on the iPod already. So really there was no scratches. They just had to peel that off, clean it off a little bit, and then put the other one on. And and that's what I have. So I'm pretty happy with that. What I did before I left was I loaded up all the podcasts onto the iPod. So I was able to listen to some from Greater Good Radio. I was able to listen to some you know, from Daily Source Code. And then another one from Startup Nation. Startup Nation is an interesting show because it's somewhat similar to our show in that they talk about entrepreneurship, their interviews are with entrepreneurs, and they have tips and insights from people doing business. And it's it's something a little bit different. And I, I was able to listen to that for the majority of the plane ride. I listened to business type talk. And you know, one comment that came up at the at the uh, expo is that you should make content that you are absolutely passionate about and do something that you really love. And that's and that's um exactly. I'm trying to type in my show notes at the same time. Sorry. That's exactly what this whole thing is. I listened to these interviews over and over again. At first, I was listening to them because I had to edit them. And then now I'm listening to them because a week later or two weeks later or a month later, wherever it may be, you tend to forget things. You can only remember, I think scientists have said 7 to 10%. But when you listen to it over and over again, you can get a lot more of the nuances. You learn things that you didn't learn the first time. And I tell you what, I absolutely love to listen to this kind of stuff you know some people say it may be you know they listen to it once or so on but I can by listening to it over and over it allows me to really pick up how these people think and why they're doing certain things and the way they talk or the way they make decisions and if I can learn from that and it can rub off on me can only get better so that's the thing that I really like about this show and I hope that it's showing to you folks and you're listening to it and hope you guys are enjoying it because we're really having a blast making it and you know as long as you're enjoying it we're making it we'll still do it okay so that's my agreement with you guys another thing that continually comes up is that the business plan continually changes so for those of you out there who think that you're going to make a business plan and then that's the business plan that you're going to stick to for your whole entire life, uh, I don't know about about you, but from my experience, that is not what happens. What happens is you cut your business plan sets up the general framework, uh, maybe some financials, maybe the general direction of where you're going into, and a lot of times it morphs into something else, and then that's what ends up becoming your actual business. So it's just... And that's really the exciting part about this whole thing is not really knowing 
exactly what's going to happen next. Because if you if you always knew what was going to happen next, wouldn't that be kind of boring? I mean, wouldn't you just kind of lose interest? I don't know. I would. So I would embrace that part where your business plan is continuously changing. Because I'll tell you what, our plan every week is changing. The values, the objectives, the mission doesn't change, but the plan itself changes. And that's something that I want to uh, clear up as we go through this journal tonight. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is personal time. And that's kind of the whole concept for this show, is being able to spend personal time. If you're able to spend personal time with successful people, people that you want to emulate, people that have something that you want or possess skills or talents or whatever they may be that you would like to have, most effective way to learn that is to spend personal time with them. And that's why on my video iPod, I take this content with me because I want them to influence me. I want them to be my role model. But I can't always have them there physically. So we take them along digitally. It allows us to spend personal time. If you folks ever get a chance to spend personal time with a person that is ex absolutely exceptional, that could even be you know your family, your parents your spouse, your friends, whoever it may be, you know that they can change your life for the better. And by spending more time with positive, excited, motivated people, you'll eventually become positive, excited, and motivated yourself. So what I'm really trying to say is that you should invest in yourself in terms of spending time either reading books or reading magazines or listening to to content such as you know what's in our show and that's really because it's it's coming from the horse's mouth firsthand you're listening to exactly what these people did in order to get what they have that's extremely important and then another thing that that was important is when you look at that whole Maslow Maslow's um, pyramid where it shows you know your basic needs at the very bottom of the pyramid and then at the very top in the little after all the other needs are met you have self-actualization that's really what it's about especially for me I, I'm really trying to figure out what it is that I'm really about where do my talents really lie and where is that gonna take my life what value can I add to other people to make a difference in their life and to make a difference in this community and that's something that I'm really investing a lot of time in trying to figure out and it's something that's absolutely fulfilling. So for those of you out there who are, are thinking about you know, what you want to do with your life or what should you do with it, you find something that you're passionate about and make a difference doing it. And whether that means that you're going to do it full time, I don't know. But if you can get one-tenth the passion that Mike Post or John DeMello or any of the other guests that we have on have for what they do that's a successful life tomorrow's interview is with Barry Weinman of Allegis Capital Dragon Bridge Capital and High Beam Barry is a venture capitalist one of the best in Silicon Valley he runs a 500 million dollar fund and he spends a lot of time here in Hawaii Barry is one of those people that do not do interviews and do not like the limelight whatsoever, but he agreed to come on this show because he has some 
valuable info to share, an ex extremely interesting story, and he knows that it'll make a difference as people listen to him. So that show will be coming up in the future, but we'll be recording Barry Weinman tomorrow. This weekend's show is going to feature Peter Kay of Titan Key Software and Flat Earth Ventures, and this is pre the period where Peter Kay had sold his company. So you're going to hear Peter Kay prior to selling Titan Key for $2 million some odd dollars to um, the Singapore company, and then prior to him starting Flat Earth Ventures. So it'll give you a perspective on, you know, kind of that pre-sale jitters, because it was even before his trip that he went to India to close his deal. And then the other person who was in the interview is Tiffany Tanaka, very young, energetic um, young lady in her early 20s. She runs an eBay store where they've sold everything from a $50,000 Range Rover to a, I believe it was a fifteen dollars or $20,000 Sheryl Crow guitar. She'll come on and talk about eBay store and the challenges and success of running a small business as a young Asian female. Okay, so that's going to be it for tonight's Evans Journal. Um, please, please give us some feedback. Email us here at evan at greatergoodradio.com. Please subscribe to our podcast uh, by going either into your iTunes and subscribing or clicking on the subscribe button and putting it into whatever podcatcher. If you have a question on how to do that, email us over here. We'll be glad to answer your questions on that. We'd love to get all the shows to you and get some feedback. So thank you for joining us on Greater Good Radio. And this is Evan Leong, and I will talk to you tomorrow.